Talk Radio with the best host in the biz. Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. It is important that we realize that we have to be a part of this movement in a way that we make sure that everyone is fully aware of what it is we're thinking and the direction we want our country to go. We have to talk about all the subjects that impact our lives now and in the future. There's nothing off limits. We have to make sure that we are being a part of something that's special and that we're standing up and making our voices heard. And today is no different. You know that I'm always happy and pleased uh, to be here with you. I look forward to hearing your thoughts related to the topic that I have selected. And I just think we have to be about the business of making sure people fully understand what it is we're thinking. I want to talk about today where I saw where the Supreme Court sided with the small businessman who was a baker who decided that he did not want to bake a cake 
of a same-sex uh, marriage. And it's important that we recognize there are individual rights that people have, both as individuals and as business people. And we have to ask ourselves, is there a line that a person can draw related to what kind of business he wants to have? So, And so you have to recognize that these things are important and that you shouldn't be able to push people to do things that they're not interested in. So again, let me, let's start the conversation off. I am very happy to Trinity to continue his business in the way that he saw fit. Understand that a person who provides services to the general public does have the right uh, to make some kind of decisions about the kind of people he wished to serve and how he wants to serve them. And what I mean by that is we don't, we relatively always say that, okay, you can't come in here without a shirt, without shoes, uh, okay? Uh, we He's entitled to determine if your presence is disruptive. Uh, if you came into his business and you were showing that you were a KKK or you were talking uh, in a racial manner, upsetting some of your customers, this man has the right to intervene. And so we're talking about this man was subject to somebody coming in and asking him to make a cake for a same-sex wedding. And he suggested that because of his Christian viewpoint, that that was something that he did not want to do. Now, he was not unwilling to sell them some of his 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 bakeries. He just didn't want to make a special order related to something that he didn't believe in. And I think people have the right to do that. If you choose not to be a part of a certain group of people, you should not be mandated to do it just because you have that service. If you had an issue with uh, nudism and uh, a nudist club wanted you to cut their grass, but you felt uncomfortable about doing that, you should have the right to say no. So it is interesting that it have, it took to all go to all the way to Supreme Court for this particular bakery to not be vilified because they chose not to participate same sex weddings. In some ways, I believe the agenda that is had by gay is going too far, and it's pushing people. Uh, to the extent that they have to forgive their own ideals uh, for this agenda that is being pushed upon us. Uh, so I feel very comfortable and glad again. Uh, Nate, let me ask you, you know, what is your opinion of this business? I mean, business people should have some rights related uh, to who they serve as long as they don't discriminate against one group of people versus another, that certainly there are gay whites and gay blacks, 
so that this is this wasn't a policy against a racial group. It was just a policy against a behavior that this man didn't want to participate in. Uh, absolutely. First of all, good, um, good evening, everybody. And uh, I remember when, when this first happened, and um, and unfortunately at the time, with, with a lot of the um, um, not not all the gay community, but but it was a good portion of the gay community because they even did it here in Florida. They was trying to go out and find things to fuss and complain about, saying that they're being discriminated against. And I think it was in Longwood where the same thing happened. It was a, it was a Kate Baker and a legacy. It was just against her religious belief to, you know, to make, to make that cake. And, it was, and, uh, and then it was the same thing with this guy here in, uh, in Denver. And, and I'm glad that the Supreme Court was able to t- uh, to rule in his favor because we, a business owner should have the right to say no. That's just like if I if I own a truck, I should have the right to say what loads I, ca- I can pick up and what loads I don't want to pick up. It's, a, it's the same thing. And it wasn't being discriminated against. But they made it seem like it, uh, it was being discriminated against, and it, and it wasn't. And and I'm so glad the Supreme Court ruled in their favor because if that would if they would rule against um, the business owner, then we would open up Pandora box against all types of things. Um, um, not so much uh, having anything to do with the gay community, but anything else that we don't want to do, you're gonna be forced to do it because somebody has a problem with you saying no, and everything. And I don't understand why that's an issue because we both have the freedom of speech. The Klan can go out there in the streets and say what they want to say, and they have that right. So everybody else should have the right to say yes or no whether they want to participate in something. Because you don't want to participate in something, that don't mean you're discriminating. It's just saying you as an individual don't want to have any parts of that. And I think that's what, I think that's what a lot of times where we lose a lot of the fight is that because everything is trying to be made of being discriminated against. If, a, if a somebody don't want to hire me, I can't say necessarily say he discriminated against me unless I have proof. He may not just not want to hire me. But we we like to go take things so far in saying that every every time somebody say no, it's a personal attack against the individual or a personal attack against a cause and everything like that. And it may not always be that way, but the way but the way we have so much freedom to complain and to take people to court. And like I said, this had to go all the way down to the Supreme Court, and this thing just happened yesterday. This this has been happening for uh, this has been going on for uh, a few years now. So my question is, is that since the Supreme Court ruled it, how how far is it going to go after this? Is is this going to be the last time they have to go to court about that, or this is the, or this is the start of the beginning of us having to keep going to court for these kind of things and to determine what is the person right to say no and what is discrimination? Thank you. It is interesting to me uh, that sometimes, and I, I'm glad to see that common sense uh, prevails, uh, because, you know, it, it would have a lot to do with the kind of business you wanted to be a part of, whether or not if this survives. So, Reverend Smith, you know, you know, we're looking at something. People have morals and they have Christian values. And there are some things that will go against your morals and your Christian values that you that are part of who you are as a business person. So if you can't determine uh, some things that you want to participate 
and in some things you don't, this could be very crippling to a person's business. Good afternoon, everyone. You're right. And to Nate's uh, question of, of, of his statement, this was just a this was just for this particular case and this particular case only because this case happened before the law was signed into law, the one that uh, our illustrious Obama signed into law about discrimination against LBGTQ. Uh, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of more cases, a lot more cases going through the Supreme Court and wasting their time trying to make people do things they don't want to do. That really should not be done. We have a right to our um, First Amendment rights, as they always like to say. But what is happening, actually, is that you got so many very, 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 very wealthy corporate members and uh, people and ministers and other people who are gay. Or even though they're in the closet. So they are backing right. all of these things so they can come out. They are definitely backing these people. So we are going to have a whole lot of more cases. This was just a very narrow case. It sort of reminds me when I used to work for the state attorney office, and I used to do a lot of their research for them. And it was, you know, the, the southern second. You go back as far as you can and pull up cases. And this is the only case that's dealing with such a situation. Here's the thing about what happened in this case, though, is that this gentleman didn't mind selling them. And, and, and what, what I feel this way, me as a Christian, if I'm not going to make them a cake, I'm not going to sell them anything else out of my store. If you're going to sell them so you want their money for your other things that you uh, um, are, are selling, but you're just not going to make a personalized cake. I mean, that's kind of hypocritical of me. Just say, no, I'm not going to serve you, period. Even though we know that's discrimination more than just the um, uh, separate side of it. But I, I just I, I just think it's all wrong. I'm not going to do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't give a yellow bean. If, as a pastor, if they want to come in and want me to marry them, I tell them no right to their face. And if they want to put me in jail and take me off, that's fine. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to compromise my Lord and Savior. I'm not going to compromise my Lord and Savior's name just for the sake of being politically correct. I applaud this gentleman, but I I stopped applauding him because he went on to sell them other things. If he was going to turn them down, he should have turned them down all the way. So it's just so many other cases back there behind it that the Supreme Court only dealt with this particular case. And we got a lot more coming, people, a lot more coming. And they're going to rule in favor because a lot of them wanted to rule in favor of it this time. It's just Mm -hmm. the fact that they found themselves in a quagmire due to the fact that this guy had the right, quote-unquote, right to say no because the law had not been so it's been over four years of four years ago. 
So if, it, if the law had not said now that there's a law, they can't do that anymore. They can't go in and say no. But I can. I will. Back to you, James. Uh, Cheryl, let me ask you. You know, here you are. You are a been a businesswoman for quite a long time. And if someone asked you to create or make an outfit uh, that you thought was reprehensible, why would, I mean, how could the law come in and say, no, you're going to make this outfit because you work uh, for the general public. And once you've established that you're a business that works for the general public, you have to do anything the general public asks you to do. That seems uh, just Amazing that anybody would think that would be a fair way to treat a private business person. Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? Um, I have to agree um, with Nate and um, Pastor Smith. And, um, you know, what you're saying, too, is that now you control my business. You control who um, my rights. You control... If I choose not to sell to whoever or whomever for whatever reason, is that now you're going to tell me what I have to do? So I, I can't compromise myself um, when it comes to and and I'm a seamstress and I've been a seamstress. This is my gift. Um, like I said, since I was in the fifth grade, and if somebody asks me to do a gay wedding, I'm sorry, I won't. I won't do the gay wedding. I won't order you the fabric. I won't have no part of your business. I don't care how much money you are, you know, shelling out. Now, that's just because that's my beliefs, and that's my rights. And nobody's going to make me, you know, just like Pastor Smith said, nobody's going to make me compromise my belief for a dollar or for what the law may say or somebody else may say or put in place. I'm just sorry. I'm along with him. You just have to take me to jail for my rights. And seemingly, no type business would want to be find themselves in that situation uh, because there is a lot of backlash that could happen no matter how small or how large your business is. Nate, can you imagine if um, Publix was to be mandated to make all kind of obscene uh, cakes uh, because they couldn't deny anybody or they couldn't have a policy that said no, uh, they will be forced to do all kind of cakes uh, because we have all kind of images uh, that is not something that corporate America wants to have itself attached to. So not only was this important to a small business, large businesses don't want swinger clubs and all kind of different clubs or organizations coming in and mandating them doing what might be considered obscene case. And you are absolutely right. You know, this is this is what I was saying what I made a statement earlier about Pandora's box maybe opening because at the end of the day, you know, this is this this is a moral thing that we're talking about here. You know, and and just 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 like Michelle sure just said, you know, she's been a seamstress all these years, and she's not going to go against her moral values and everything. And that and that's what and, and at, at the end of the day, if that's what these businesses 
uh, are being asked to go against their beliefs and everything just just to satisfy somebody. They didn't want to try to uh, try to walk on our constitution to to manipulate for them to get what they want and everything. If 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 you want a gay cake, then go to a gay business. You know, go to a gay cake baker and everything like that. They knew that man was uh, uh, nine times out of ten. They knew that man was not going to do that. But a lot of times too, we're dealing with people who wants to have something to complain about, who wants to have something to fuss about, who wants to push an agenda for their cause and everything. And when this happened, it, it, it was an uproar because because the same thing happened. If I'm not mistaken, the Chick Fil A, uh, all the guys calling themselves trying to boycott Chick Fil A. And at the same time, a lot of the people with moral values and Christian came and supported Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A didn't lose no business on um, whatsoever. So we proved at that time that, hey, if we stand up for each other, then um, this too shall pass. So this, 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 and, and I believe what Reverend Smith said, it's, it's, it's on the beginning. It's going to get out of hand because somewhere in the Constitution, somewhere in the Supreme Court, somebody's going to sit ruling and rule in their favor. Then what we're going to do then? And we might as well start getting ready for that now because if I go to Publix and see something offensive or anything like that, they'll never have my business again. And that's where we've got to start hitting these people out of the pocket. Because that's what he was trying to do to that, that, that small business owner. Where they should not have the right to make somebody do something that they don't want to do. Because they'll do it to that person, they'll do it to you, they'll do it to me, they'll do it to everybody else. And as long as we be quiet about that, then it's going to get worse and that's on us. Thank you. You know, this um, gay agenda or this trans agenda seemingly wants to push us beyond what we have established as norms. And so a lot of times, you know, we're going to have to really get serious about pushing back. One of the things that I've known throughout the um, years that I taught school was that there has always been a a Christian club, Christian athletes, or Christian uh, organizations at the schools. And a lot of people wanted to push back and wanted to establish clubs that had a Satan-type label to it or a white supremacist label to it. And uh, the schools were able to hold off and push back. And some of them continue to do it today. But we are getting to a time where this agenda by uh, gays and others are going to submit us to being able to have uh, things put in our lives that we don't want. I did an editorial not too long ago about how uh, you go on television now and so many of the shows have someone who's emulating the gay lifestyle and uh, I'm not sure whether or not I want to be you know inundated by all of that on a constant basis but it's like they are saying to us we want to be part of what's normal and we're not going to accept being ostracized from the daily existence on television now so does that mean at some point White supremacists will have shows on cable. Uh, swingers are going to have shows on cable. Uh, we're just not going to have any control over what goes over our, our airways. 
And is this the kind of life we want to see happening around us, Reverend Smith, where all morality has just been kicked out the window? Well, it's already happening, James. It's already happening. Unfortunately, it is. Um, We do have a lot of those shows that are happening. We really do. Um, If you have cable, uh, I have direct TV, and they do have gay shows and all kind of different type of shows going on on the channels. I just don't watch them. I pass by them, and and it's a shame that you got to see them, you know, like that. We're, it's almost like morality has been taken away because of a dollar bill. Everything now is centered around a dollar bill. Everything. I mean, everything. Everything is centered around. And God said that. God said it. The, the love of that money, the love of it. We've become so caught up with the love of money. And it is the root of all evil because it's starting to grow and it's starting to have branches. And the branches are starting to have buds on them, and the buds eventually are going to turn to fruit. And the fruit, and everybody's going to, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people are going to want to eat that fruit. You know, so it's getting to be sickening to the point almost, that's why I watch westerns all day long. Shoot them up, bang, bang. Okay? Because I just don't want to see that foolishness, and you're right. And it's a sad commentary when we are being forced not ask, it should be an individual choice. I don't, I'm black, but I don't try to push myself off on somebody else. That's right. We're all that. Now, but the LBGTQ, they've got to the point where they're using the, the rights that Martin Luther King fought so hard for all of these people, including the nationalists. And all of the other are trying to use the Civil Rights Act to say that they got the right. They are trying to use the Civil and that's sad. That is sad. They all hated the Civil Rights Act in the beginning. Now they all want to use it. And I, I just, I'm just so tired. I am really. I, I don't. You all probably are not, but I'm just tired. I'm tired of this immorality. I'm tired of the foolishness. I ain't no perfect nothing. I'm long ways from, I'm a long ways from that. But the junk that we are seeing out here now, I remember years ago when Ray Charles, ooh, ah, they wouldn't even allow that on the radio. They would not even allow it on the radio. Little Richard, they wouldn't allow some of his songs on. And all that kind of foolishness. But now anything goes. How far in the whole of pits of hell have we gone? And we're still there. And it seems like everybody's so jolly about it, going about their business. And like Nate said, until we start hitting these people in the God blasted pocketbook, we got a mm-hmm. we got a three hundred and eighty billion, eighty billion dollar way of stopping them. We do, just the blacks. Can you imagine when all of the whites join in with us? We got a way of putting a halt to this foolishness, especially on television. All these children sitting up watching this stuff, and they're emulating it. They're emulating it. I had two young, beautiful ladies in my church emulating, playing around with this foolishness. Next thing you know, now they're gay. 
They stopped coming um, to church. Mr. Governor, I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm going to Sad. talk to you and ask you if you'd like to uh, share your opinion. I know you're a first-time caller. Uh, would you just like to listen, or do you would you like to speak today? Three nine eight four. Three nine eight four. Can you give us your name and your where you're from? Uh, my name's April Douglas, and I'm from Ocoee, Florida. Okay. Would you like to talk today or just listen? I'm I'm just gonna listen in for today. Okay. All right. Well, we're glad to have you. Uh, Cheryl, let me ask you. You know, this goes back to what we talked about months and months ago where men were going to be allowed, if they thought they were women, uh, to go into the ladies' bathroom. And uh, if they were, if they had changed their sex, they were allowed to go. But even if they had not changed and were just dressing like women, they were going to be allowed to go. So how far do you go with this? Uh, a man who just thinks he might be a woman, is he going to be allowed to go into the ladies' bathroom as well? You know, we, we we are living in so much a chaos, and everybody has their own agenda. Everybody, and, and here's the thing. You can be whoever you want to be, and you can do whatever you want to do, as long as you don't infringe on me with it. Don't ram it down my throat. Just like Pastor Smith was saying, and I guess, well, you know, everybody know I don't have a TV, but if I was turn on the TV and I'm every channel I'm turning on we no longer have a show where they does not have a gay person you know we everything that's going on and I'm not saying that they could they don't they cannot be who they are but as long as it does not infringe on me but it seems as though it's making it where we, you know, we haven't to accept it. Not that we have to, but that's the way they're making things seem. And if we don't accept it, it's like we have consequences. You be who I right. want you to be. You do what I want you to do. And you accept this or there's consequences. Why is oh, that? That's right. that's right. We have to accept. And why you can't accept the fact that I'm not with it? Why you just can't accept that? So I guess, you know, and when you say how far will it go, it's going to go as far as they can push it. And it's been going very, very far. So, I mean, like you said, everything is being emulated. And we got young children. They don't even know who they are. But they see things on TV. They see things in public. And now they want to become like what they see. And they don't even understand Mm -hmm. But the truth is, uh, Cheryl, that there was a period of time, like Reverend Smith talked about, uh, that the television and the radio and our leadership sought to protect young people from marketing things that might have an adverse effect on them. But now it seems like our leadership is lost and just trying to be fair to everyone. There are situations that exist where you cannot be fair to everyone and hold a moral line uh, related to 
the direction you're going to take your country. You have to recognize that there are always going to be people who push the line, who want to participate in something different, that don't want to align themselves with the, the morality or the normality of what the world already has in front of it. So, uh, Will, we, uh, Nate, we find ourselves constantly in battle with, uh, with the need to move forward, but not the need to change to the point where our morals are non-existent. You know, the problem is that nobody wants to be offended no more. And, and, and at the end of the day, that, that, and the, truth, the truth is meant to offend. If, if it didn't offend, there wouldn't be no need to change. And the, and the bottom line is, um, the immorality is all through the TV, prime time, during the daytime, or all that kind of stuff. Like we when you got TV shows like back in the day, like Jerry Springer, that like started all this all this foolishness and everything. Got women on TV kissing each other. Got men on TV kissing each other. It's 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 it's, it's on the soap opera now. You can't turn on a TV show. I was watching um Black Lightning the other night. He has a daughter that that's gay. She laying up in the bed with a, with a, with a, with a, with a what it's called. Same thing with Supergirl. And I like my superhero, but now you want to uh, you want to trickle that down and 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 and, and to the TV. Well, it's forced down my throat. And I don't even watch some shows no more and everything like that. So you have to ask yourself, what are you planning on uh, doing about it? How, or what are you willing to tolerate with everything? Like when I was growing up, and you watch TV shows like I Love Lucy, if they ever did show a bedroom scene, Rick is in one bed and Lucy's in the other bed. You know they didn't mm-hmm. and they had, and they showed them wearing pajamas. That's right. You know, so 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 uh, shows like that house in the parish. These shows these days, man, they 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 the majority of them halfway naked, if not naked, and they, and and, and cuss. I'm talking about hardcore cussing on regular prime time TV. You didn't used to hear all that kind of stuff and everything. But as soon as somebody sure. says something against it, they're the bad guy. They making righteousness the bad guy and everything. And we're just going along with it. So we, wanna, we don't want to offend nobody. We don't want to say nothing because it's just easy not to say nothing and everything like that. No, it's time to say something. It is time to say something because as soon as somebody says something against them that they don't like, you know, it's a problem. So why can I say that, that offends me, that bothers me? I don't like that. You know, why can I stand up for what I believe in and what, what I know, what I feel like is right for me in my belief, why well, well, I have to be persecuted for what I believe in, but they don't be per- 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 persecuted. It's to the point now, especially I, I know I've been in California, they're trying to integrate into the school system at an early age in elementary school. So by the time they get in high school, it's, it, it don't, they don't be so diluted with it, it becomes normal. But nobody wants to say nothing about that, though. You know, nobody, and, uh, like uh, Reverend Smith has said, they're trying to make this a, a, a civil rights issue. No, 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 this is not a civil rights issue. This is a personal issue. This is a choice and everything. So anything that's immoral or anything like that, when I say it on TV, I pass right by. As a matter of fact, they even got a gay channel logo is a gay channel. And that's fine. If you want to have your own channel, that's fine. Keep it on your channel and everything like that. I don't have a problem with that. But don't please don't force that down my throat and just expect me to accept it and it's okay and be quiet about it. No. You know it's wrong, so that's why you're trying to force it down my throat. You, you don't, I don't force, like that real said, by me being black down nobody's throat. I don't force Jesus down nobody's throat. I don't force me being in the military down nobody's throat. I talk about these things to people who are willing to talk about it, 
But my that's like I don't get up and say, Well, I'm gonna put this down my throat. But they wake up with an agenda to force this stuff down our throat and then try to use our law trying to use the laws of the land to try to to, to revolutionary I mean revolutionize their cause. Well guess what I got a cause too. I don't wanna see it. I wanna hear it. Because the thing about it is is that I think it's inappropriate to have a man and woman on TV hugged up and kissing and halfway nigga and everything like that. I think that I think that should not be. So why would I want to see two men hugged up and doing it or two other women doing it to do it? There's certain things that my child should not see. There's certain things I should have to explain to my child before her time or before his time. And now we're being put as parents to be able to have to explain things way before time. And churches don't even like to talk about this stuff. Churches don't got quiet about it. They want to be numb and everything like that. Amen. So, Amen. So no, I'm holding. I'm calling them out too. So no, we, we, we just gotta we just gotta say enough is enough and say what, what's right and what's wrong and what's moral and stand together because if not, it, matter of fact, it's still about Mercedes. I'm gonna get off. Matter of fact, it's so bad now. If I'm not well, I think it was the last Friday was a gay day. Even got even got a gay day now. They don't make a holiday out of it. And everything like that, having parades and stuff like that. I mean, you, they have the right to have a parade, but you know what that's all about. They just trying to force it down our throat. Now they talking about Orlando is the most tolerant, the most 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 uh, homosexual tolerant city uh, in America and everything like that. It's Orlando Pride with all the colors and everything like that, looking like a box of Skittles. You know, they, 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 <laughs> but, but 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 when the, when when the pulse shooting went down and everything like that, when people were saying. About against homosexuals, they was wrong because he was all upset about. Well, they shouldn't have said anything like that. People died. Yeah, people died. People did die. Unfortunately, people shouldn't have died. But the truth is the truth without tragedy, and that's the problem. If people want to want to want to put truth with the tragedy, and now they're trying to make a memorial to all them victims and everything like that. But what about all the veterans that live in Florida that died in combat? Thank I don't you. see no monument coming down. Or, or, or civil rights Thank leaders. I don't see no Sergeant Martin Luther King Thank down here in Orlando nowhere. All right, so like I say again, we're getting a little hot on the collar now. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, uh, Regina, we're going to come to you because, you know, I'm always trying to, to uh, question you about where the school stands on this. And we're just dealing with the fact that a bakery, uh, the Supreme Court has upheld the bakery's right not to uh, make a same-sex uh, marriage or wedding cake. And, but we are subject to now people wanting uh, to normalize homosexuality and uh, all these different things in the classroom we, and, and recognize that there's some things we, we keep out of the classroom uh, because the school system does not want to be the one to determine how it fits in to our society. Good evening. Um, Good evening. One, the school system is not trying to to stay away from the issue. The school system is about the business of, of teaching, the level where I am. And that's what we're concerned about, teaching, educating children. Now, the level above us as you get into um, legislation, that's where things are passed down to the school Mm -hmm. system. 
and we have to deal with, we have to continue to educate. And in at, during the, the, um, the lunch times or, or during, on our planning periods, we've got to discuss how we're going to handle what has been pushed down to us, hence the, the, the bathroom issue. The um, students who are um, transgender, because if we don't, then we're violating laws. So the school system itself is not avoiding it. We're just teaching and dealing with what's given to us. And I, I hope I hope that makes sense. Now, as far as seeing seeing all of this stuff, I, I'm in a situation right now where I see firsthand how, why our children are so confused. When you know you have a daddy and a mommy who were once married, and then right on the other side of this line, you have a daddy and a mommy who were once married. Children came out of both marriages. Mommy starts to believe that she's not wanting to be with the man on one side. The other side, mommy over here doesn't want to be with the man. So then the two mommies get together. And these children who are of age, school age, still in elementary school, see mommy and mommy eating each other um, strawberries coming out of the same bedroom. But then on the weekend, the children go and stay with daddy. Do you understand the confusion that these children have as they grow up? And then you wonder why these children are mad, why they are, 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 are not able to be tolerated by the teachers in school because of their behaviors, why they're fighting out, but see, these two mommies have said our right to live our lives this way, but not taking into consideration the repercussions of the children. I see this. I see it on a daily basis. I see it right in front. No father that I can, can, can stick out my arm. And it leads me as an educator to understand what is going on in the school systems with these children. I don't know what to do. I'm only sharing with you guys what I see. Yes, Gay Pride Day, we have that. We, we, we have that. We have a march down the street. And I tell you what, they have some of the best entertainment. 
top-notch entertainment up on the stage. I mean, like musical entertainment. But we have Gay Pride Day. We have mm-hmm. people hugging, kissing, holding hands like it is nothing. I don't even, well, I don't have a boyfriend. But when I have one, I wouldn't kiss my boyfriend <laughs> in public. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And they think nothing of it, and it's almost like I'm going to do this to defy. Exactly what it is. Your thoughts. Exactly what it is. Not because they necessarily love each other. Remember ever, you know, when we talk about the freedoms people have, I don't remember heterosexuals having no pride day. Or heterosexuals having a <laughs> uh, day when Disney say only heterosexuals can come to Disney. Yeah. Or heterosexuals is going to come to uh, SeaWorld. I mean, it, it is just, why are we making up these things that never existed uh, for the general population? Because of that dollar bill, James, remember? Yep. That's money. They do, mm. they do, bring, they do bring in an awful lot of money. Awful. A lot of money. Because a lot of the corporate heads, a lot of the hotel owners, a lot of the business owners, they are closet gays. Anyway, a lot of them are. And a lot, lot of them are. Being, a, being an ex-cop, let me tell you, a whole bunch of them are. Okay? And Reverend Smith, you are yes. so right. You, mm-hmm. Do you know there's James? Have you found not not that you're looking for it, but I bet you if you do your research, James, and you see those gays down there in in Orlando where you are, I guarantee you there's an undercurrent. There is an undercurrent here and where I live. There's a whole right. society. That's right. I I only found out about it because I worked for one of them. Who who do you think's backing all of these large shows and plans and things that they're doing? The corporation. They say, "Well, well that's a good that's a good uh, 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 funding for us," you know. And 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 uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, going back, going back, I could care less what anybody do with their life. I really don't. I could care less. That's between them and God. My thing is what we have been saying here on this line. All afternoon I don't try to force it down my throat I don't try to force my blackness If you don't like me, I don't care So I ain't going to try to force nothing on you And that's it, I don't worry about it I care less So don't try to force your beliefs or your thoughts If you don't want to be a Christian I can tell you about Jesus all day long I will not fight you like Nick said. I'm just going to hug your neck and say, God bless you. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just sad that we, it's being allowed that we are actually, be, it's, it's, like, it's like there's a force, and we know that it's a lot of demonic spirits. It's like a force that's forcing in Sodom and Gomorrah. And we are coming to a point. We are coming to a point, and I don't think I'm no, like I said, I'm no, Goody two shoe, but at the same time, I don't care what I do or what I don't do. I don't force nothing that I do on anyone, and I refuse to do that. 
and that's what should happen. But because of the dollar bill, because of that dollar bill, we've now got colored seats in the stadium, all different colored seats in the stadiums, and they're going to find another reason to put up some more different kind of stuff. What is it? Gay pride? What about, like James said, I mean, Nate said, what the heck about military pride? What about dying people that save your behind so you could be what you are? They don't think about that. They don't care about us. We fought like for you. Think. We called for you. We put it. We put our life on the line, even as a cop, on on our, right. out there on the street. And then you gonna turn around and step on me, but you want me to kiss you, even when you got your foot on my head. You want me to turn my head so you can kiss me? Oh, get out of my life. Our lines are filled up today. Uh, let me go to D. D. Uh, we initially started talking about the hmm. uh, Supreme Court has agreed with the owner of the bakery that he should not have to be forced to make a same-sex wedding cake. And uh, it spills into other things, though, as well, that the gay agenda seemingly is uh, making a mockery of our morals and our values by saying we have to participate, whether we want to or not, by visually seeing it all over TV or seeing it all in our streets. And so, uh, you know, what what are your thoughts about how this gay agenda seems to be uh, just uh, mowing over all our moral values. Well, I'm sorry I'm late, first of all, uh, but I've heard a lot of stuff, and um, I want to tell you that um, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. And the, and the way you can tell that this is just the beginning, uh, when the Donald Trump movement starts and the white supremacists and the white nationalists came out, uh, with Steve Bannon and all, and uh, and the all right movement, alt right movement, it, it's a sign that everybody won't notoriety now. See, it's it's a battle, it's a war of notoriety, and they don't have to depend on uh, the, the the national uh, television networks no more. I heard y'all speak about cable television. That's right. So if the, if, the, if the national, if NBC, ABC, and CBS won't hear them, cable TV will hear them. If you pay the money, you can get your own station. And, and uh, I don't know who I don't know who y'all do satellites with, but on the satellite program, uh, if you want to pay for this, that, and the other, uh, they will provide this, that, and the other for you. And so you're going to see a lot more of that now. Uh, it's a battle for notoriety. Everybody want to be notice and want to be right, you know. Uh, yeah, they're going to try to ram it down your throat. Uh, this is where we are. This is where we are in this space and time. Um, so uh, what can we do about it? You better teach your children quick and and have have some kind of conviction to, to stick by because they are coming at you. Uh, you know, uh, when it comes down to uh, – the schools, look, I heard Miss Virginia speak about the legislators. Well, now that everybody wants notoriety, 
the legislation, the legislators, uh, they they've chosen sides also. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it comes down to your local, uh, your local town and what's being taught in school, well, they may they may boycott. Uh, 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 National Black History Month being taught in school only if they can teach the sons of the Confederacy be, to be taught in school. Look for it. It's coming to a town near you because now we in that Donald Trump and that movement have blown the lid off. And so, you know, and you know, I hear everybody speak about the belief system, right? The belief system is the whole concept of the conversation. What do you believe? Do do if, is your belief system isolated to your community, or do you want everybody to agree with, with what you believe in? Well, that's that's the way the war at. Because just like now, because the the gay gay pride movement has. Liken itself to the civil rights movement. They want they yeah. want justification like that, and so and you can put the three of them together: uh, the, the Christian movement, the civil rights movement, the gay movement, and and the national white nationalist movement. Everybody wants you to to believe that they are the primary movement. So there is no unity when it comes down to the United States of America. Uh, that top has been blown off. You know, now I'm not a pessimist. I'm not. I'm, I'm more the. I'm the most optimistic person that I know. But however, I am a realist. So, you know, <clears throat> so all I can say to that is just continue to watch. But you got to take things in your own hands because we have a we have a um, uh, uh, we have a the right to teach our children what we want them to learn, but you also got to teach them the truth. You got to tell them as soon as you leave this house, there are gonna be people out there trying to uh, to persuade you and earn your opinion about what they believe in. And so that's what that's what we are. We are we are our own children and our brother's keeper, but they are out to persuade you about what they believe in is. Absolutely right, and that's what it is. Thank you, uh, Andre. We are in a time where you and I both uh, have raised children, and now our children have children. And the Supreme Court has said that a bakery does cannot be forced uh, to make a same-sex marriage cake, and that they have the right to turn down uh, doing that business with that that couple. But now that we're raising our children and find ourselves inundated by all kinds of things that are on TV uh, that allow our children to see things that we feel are against our moral values and our standing, and we have to be subject uh, to people trying to make normal that which was one time thought of as obscene. So where do we, how do we deal as Christians who want to see our world hold fast to some of its moral beliefs. Well, marvelous Monday to everyone, and I'm so glad the number went through today. I don't know what happened yesterday. 
But I think that we have to make sure that we stay true to our roots, uh, our spiritual roots, our neighborhood roots, and make sure that we unite. Because the reason these organizations have taken such a platform and, um, you know, making such demands is because they have become unified. And D is absolutely right. I agree with him in the fact that, you know, it definitely started in our homes. We have to make sure that we equip our children of knowing what to, what they're going to face and how to respond to it. Because even though a person may think that, you know, I'm doing the right thing, take the time and let's talk with our children. Let's make sure that they're uh, sharing with us what influences are uh, coming after them and see how indeed they responded. And better yet, let's equip them before they even uh, are approached. And Regina uh, described a changing world, and that's the world that we're living in right now. And, again, we want to make sure that the values and expectations are shared. Uh, but basically, um, James, those organizations took members, they united, and they required uh, certain things. And we as a people, I think we missed that. But I'm so glad that, you know, private-owned businesses, should not be uh, required to do something in which they feel is not part of their their values and their beliefs. Uh, Cassie, uh, we're going to come to you, and, you know, we're just sitting, finding ourselves in this quagmire where people are fighting for their individual rights and their individual uh, behaviors that they want to be considered normal. And uh, we, as Christians, we can love you without uh, loving your behavior, but we're being subjected to forces outside ourselves that say not only are you going to love these people, you're going to do business with them, and you're not going to deny them the right to have your services. And you look at things like um, uh, D, who has a uh, DJing business, and uh these people say, yo, you're going to do our wedding whether you like it or not because you provide this service to everybody else, and because you're a business, you're going to do it for us as well. And so that, that really goes uh, away from individual uh, rights when you can be mandated to be a part of an organization or provide a service to an organization because you're a business and they have this ability uh, to uh, make you do it. And so I'm really thankful, again, that the um, the Supreme Court put a stop to this particular case. But uh, as uh, Reverend Smith has said, there are other cases coming down the pipe to challenge our individual rights to say no on the basis of our religion. Good afternoon, James. And yes, 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 yes. That was a blessing that um, that um, the people um, with the cake business were granted their rights. And um, I totally agree with what everybody else has said on the line concerning uh, being true to who they are, teaching your children, and um, just being true to who, who we are. But then we have to remember as believers that we're... We, this is not our world. We're we're just pilgrims passing through. And you're right. We do have to love 
them, you know, but we don't have to do business with them, but we have to stay true to who we are. And once we stay true to who we are and whatever we do, as the Bible says, whatever you do for Christ will last, then we have to stay true to ourselves. We have to love them, you know, as much as we love ourselves. And we don't have to do business with them. I just want to share one little thing. I went to a, a, a conference and I was blindsided by the name of uh, the conference, which was which was called the Black Woman Millionaire of uh, the Black Woman Millionaire, and uh, it was a lady that talked about uh, uh, helping when Black women become millionaires and the, the different steps that that she has that can help you go to that next level. And so me and my sister, we were all pumped up to go. We went to this conference. But once we get inside of the conference, this lady, every other sentence, she began to just say curse words. She began to talk about her and her wife. (laughs) And and. We just looked at each other because we were blindsided by what we thought we were going to get and what we actually got from the actual um, conference. So I'm saying that to say that you can go out to seek something, but make sure you research whatever it is that you are are, are going after so that you won't be blindsided because again we were totally blindsided as as we went on through the it was five hours as we went on through the because in the beginning she was going full force you know talk to talking to us about slavery and building wealth and how you know uh, the 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 white women are when you're in a, in an office and how they feel that they're more. Um, Qualified than you. I mean, she was going at it. I mean, giving us all key points. Then all of a sudden, she began to talk about how her and her wife has built this empire, and that you can be and love and do what you want to do to get what you. So, I mean, it got really confusing. But my point is to say that sometimes we'll be blindsided by things. So we have to do our research, but we still have to love on them because we still, meaning me, I still loved on this lady because I came in contact with her. I still loved on her, but I just didn't uh, agree with what she was saying. So that's going to happen where you are in uh, places where you're going to have to have a discussion with these people, and you just have to let them know where you stand, what you believe in, and then move forward from there. Thank you. Yeah, it, it is uh, incredible, Cheryl, uh, that we find ourselves having to deal with these things on our side. So just like Cassie said, we have, the moment we step out our door, we have to have our antenna up to make sure that we don't get involved in anything that goes against who our spirit uh, is is hooked to, uh, because we don't want uh, our ear gates and our eye gates to be uh, inundated by that which we feel is uh, immoral. Are you there, Cheryl? 
Oh, I'm here. I didn't know that it was meant for me. Um, can you say just the last part again? I was just saying that we, the moment we go out, exit our doors, we have to be on guard to make sure we're not in, getting involved in anything uh, that will be attacking our morals and our standing uh, as we go outside because there's so many things out there that are look, looking to change the direction of our spirit. And you're so right. Um, I did hear um, just now about how um, they were um, blindsided by, with, you know, and and probably not the topic, but who was presenting it. And um, that happens all the time. We just don't know. You know, um, we find out a lot about people through overheard conversations, through um, and the ones that don't want to be out with it, because mostly, you know, and this is just me, I do my research on a lot of things that I get involved with because I want to know the background of the individuals. And the Internet, you know, as we know, um, tells a whole lot, and social media tells even more so. But um, that's in everything that we do. You know, in the job, we don't know the situation we're getting into um, until people become more talkative or till you find out what their social life, because they may not say nothing on the job, but their social life can be blessed on um, on Facebook. I know my daughter, um, I'm giving her a baby shower in July, and she told me um, that this guy does decorating and um, she sent me to his page. I was so offensive till, and, and by being offensive, you know, I was like, I'm not giving him my money, and I'm just sorry. And um, really, I wasn't even considering nobody else. I just did her the favor of looking, you know, just to tell her that I did see. Um, but, no, I mean, we have the choice of where we put our dollars, we have we have all of those choices, and it does not say that I do not know people that do not act in the same behavior that I do, because I do, but I can't say that I support them. I'm not going to support them financially in that area. I'm not going to support them, you know, maybe in other areas. And um, But as far as love them, you got to love them. You know, and a lot of times I feel like circumstances have them just where they are. You know, they may have had a bad relationship with a man or a woman, and then they wind up going to a woman going to a woman or a man going to a man. And we have so much confusion. And just like um, was said about the children, you know, we have so, it's enough that we have broken homes because of a man and a woman. But to be able to identify who you are, before you even get the chance to get out into the world, you know, can be very confusing, in which they don't, you know, they're not realizing this. And it's a lot that the younger generation um, is dealing with when you got parents that's adopting, you know, same-sex parents, because you pushing that off on them without a choice. you telling them that you have to accept this without a choice at all. And, you know, the biggest thing that I... Um, that I know in all of the conversation that was going on is one thing is that you always hear sex 
ourselves, the sexier it is, the more we can benefit by it. And that's with commercials, that's, you know, advertising, that's social media, all of those different things. Because, you know, we find that people get into contracts, and in their contracts, they don't realize that some things that they have to do to sell becomes very sexually. And it may not even be with the opposite sex. So we do. We do really have to be careful of what we are walking into every day because it's here. And like you said, you know, you can be you can be over there, but I don't have to be over there with you. And I'm not going to treat you no different because, you know, you don't believe in the same thing. By no means at all will I. But I just, my behavior is different from your behavior. And I don't have to entertain your behavior just like you don't have to entertain my behavior as far as going to church. And I can be in a parking lot and I can praise God there. I can praise him anyway. So you may not agree with my behavior. So we have, we should be able to have that choice where it's not rammed down our throats and it's not forced up on us that we have major and lawful consequences that we have to face because of what we believe. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and give everybody an opportunity to have that final word.
This is James P. D. Shea, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. Brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear. Cheryl, what is your final thought for this evening? We don't have to like another person's behavior, and we should not be forced to go along with another person's behavior. But we should love one another because it's not based upon our behavior. It is a requirement that God has put in place and says that we should love one another. Um, So with that being said, whatever we do, we can always do better. All right. All right. Cassie, what is your final thought this evening? You know, James, I was going to say that um, as Christians, as believers, we need to tighten up our game. Like, we need to make our circle tighter. Like, we know that Dee has a photography um, business. Then we need to send people to him. Whoever has a business, we need to bring those businesses together and begin to network them out to the people that we know so that in those times we are close-knit, just like they're close-knit and they make things happen, we need to be close-knit and make things happen just as well and also continue to love and pray for them as well. All right, all right. Uh, Audrey, your final thought this evening? I think I agree with everyone. It's just important that we be true to ourselves and make sure that what we're doing, it may be what's required to help others to come to know um, the Lord and his message. So um, we have to be strong enough to make You there, Andre? Oh, I'm sorry. It muted me. Uh, I was just saying that we have to be strong in what we believe in and make sure that the actions that we're taking, it may be just what is needed to draw others. All right. Uh, Dee, your final thought this evening? Yeah, my final thoughts are going to be a little different. Uh, First of all, I want to thank Ms. Kathy for uh, what she said. I really do appreciate your thoughts and prayers in, in that. My final thoughts are going to be a little different. Um, you know, uh, everybody has their beliefs. Um, you know, it's uh, across the board. Everybody has their beliefs, and it's kind of hard to convince people otherwise of what their convictions are. Uh, I, I, my final thoughts would be to uh, for us to try to practice a greater level of acceptance. Uh, especially when we have to co- coexist in this world uh, and give God more credit than what we do because uh, un- uh, inevitably uh, God is the one that's going to have to work all of this out. Um, so, you know, I- I- I've done business for- with gay people before uh, in-, in the way of, a- of, a- of doing DJ music for them. Uh, they pay <laughs> without question. They chill. Uh, they are a little outlandish in their behavior, but it, um, I try not to have uh, no biases uh, uh, among any people 
uh, in that, uh, it makes me uh, quite adaptable, and I'm able to uh, uh, coexist in any environment. So I think we have to find some acceptance in all of this. Thank you. Uh, Regina, your final thought this evening? Yes, we just have to um, continue to keep our faith, continue to live our faith, and not be deterred by the noises of the masses. Um, we, 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 just, we just can't. We've got to be strong, live our faith. Thank you, everybody, for your continued support, recognizing that we have to deal with the tough issues. Uh, We cannot sit back and um, sidestep the things that might feel uncomfortable. We have to talk about everything in entirety and make sure we have some kind of idea about how we want to deal with the circumstance. You all are so important and special to my show. Your opinions are what are needed on a regular basis so that we can have all sides of the issue and have asked questions of all sides and determine what direction we would go. I thank you, and I'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time with another topic that will kind of give us an opportunity to make our thoughts known. Take care, everybody. Again, remember, call at 657-383-309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear. Father, help your children and don't let them the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place in their heart Jesus is love And I know He lives forever in my heart. We've got to walk on, walk on through. Temptation for love and his wisdom will be our open hand. I know the truth and his word will be our salvation. Lift up our hearts to be 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.